and welcome to episode 5 of Passing Places. It's my personal podcast about my travels around Scotland, mainly by motorhome, but also by motorcycle, and a little bit of hill walking thrown in. I'm also hoping this year that I can get back out on my bicycle, which I haven't been on the bike now for probably two years. This week's episode is a little bit different from the last three or four because I didn't actually manage to get out to anywhere and do a little bit of recording in the field, if you like. I was down in Glasgow on Sunday there and on the way home the the snow was coming down and I was checking the forecast and there was a fair bit of snow forecast at different parts of Scotland but mainly the temperatures were quite a bit below zero and where I was hoping to go, which was Glen Etif, we're talking single track roads at a reasonably high level, you know, a thousand feet plus. So there's no chance of a gritter down there. There's no, often there's no mobile phone signal. And I just thought, no, it's not really going to work. It was only for a couple of nights because I had to be back for today, which is Thursday. So I've been stir crazy. I haven't actually been anywhere this week as such. Although tomorrow I'm due to be, where am I tomorrow? I think I'm going to be out on a hill with an ice axe and some crampons with a, an ex mountain rescue leader who's going to show me a bit of mountain skills and that may or may not happen so I'll keep you posted on that one. So probably quite a brief show with a very distinctive American theme. I'd like to mention uh, two or three people from America. My new buddy, my new buddy, uh, Dave Jackson, who I already affectionately call the donkey and that'll become a bit clearer as you listen to the audio. Uh, I'd also like to put a, a story to bed about my old buddy, uh, Brad Pitt, who I caught up with for coffee in a chat, was it last year or probably the year before? So we'll cover that little story because it keeps resurfacing. And finally, Joy Boothby, another American, who sent me a goodie bag in the post, which arrived this morning. And I'm just delighted. She's one of many people on Facebook and on the website who have been really kind enough to give me some feedback on the podcast and on the website. So, Joy, you're one of quite a number. In fact, we should just start there and say thanks, Joy, and I hope you keep listening, and I'll keep in touch by Facebook. Uh, another chap, David Church, who last night just popped onto the website and left a really nice comment that he'd listened to the last episode of the podcast, and that he knew the Mull of Kintyre quite well and that he enjoyed the content. So I hope you keep listening, David. Now, my American goodie bag included uh, candies. I think you call them in the States. We call them sweeties in Scotland, or sweets maybe in England. But the candies were, what are they called now, Tootsie Roll, which I'd never heard of before, but I think they're a, a bit of an American institution because when I nipped online and pulled up Wikipedia and typed in Tootsie Roll, I learned all about the company and how they started and how global they've become as a brand. But one of the interesting stories was during the Korean War, which was, I think, in the early 50s, the there was a, a platoon or a, I don't know what you call it, a group of soldiers, but they were running very low on ammo and they were trying to hold out a position and they managed to radio or send back a request for further ammunition. And at that time in the war, the code word for ammo apparently was Tootsie Roll. So two or three days later, the big wooden crates arrived and when they prized open the tops of the boxes, they found they were full of Tootsie Roll sweeties. Uh, 
So that was quite a funny story. So let's kick off with the little um, piece of audio that I have nipped from Dave Jackson's show in America. Now, Dave is the original podcasting guru. He's a podcasting coach, the very first. He's been in business since 2005. And Dave was one of the people I turned to three or four weeks ago for some advice on setting up a podcast. So I dropped him a voicemail the other day, as I keep suggesting you should do in relation to Bonnie Tours, get on site and drop me a voicemail. And this is what happened. So just have a little listen to this audio, which is his latest episode from his School of Podcasting podcast. All right, next up, just a couple quick emails, voicemails that we want to uh, pop in here. The first one is from my new buddy, Kevin, from across the pond. You guys know I love accents. Check this out, man, because Shrek left me a message. Hello, Dave. It's Kevin Scullion here from Bonnie, Scotland, across the pond from the US of A. I thought I'd drop you a quick voicemail to thank you for the fact that I've had your video tutorials for breakfast, lunch and supper. And as a result, in the last week or two, I've managed to put together a few episodes of my new podcast. And it's now on my website and hopefully will be on iTunes in the next few days. So I'd like to thank you again and I'll keep listening and watching your tutorials. So thanks again. And I suppose, given the advice that you gave me, I should really make a little plug or do a cross-promotion for my new podcast. It's called Passing Places, and my website is www.bonnytours.com. That's Bonnie, which is a lovely Scottish word for beautiful. So it's B-O-N-N-I-E, bonnytours.com. Thanks again, Dave, and I'll keep listening. Thanks. Actually, that is not a Shrek, Mike Meyer. That is Sear. That is the real deal there. What an accent. Oh, that was so cool. I love that. Check him out again, bonnietours.com. And thank you so much. I'm glad to hear. Nothing I love more when somebody signs up for the School of Podcasting. And I always say, let me know when it comes because I want to go check it out. So bonnietours.com. So very, very cool. No, I really I really did have to laugh at Dave, Dave Jackson's... Uh... <laughs> Dave Jackson's comment about Shrek his podcast is he likes to do accents and he's a bit of a comedian at times so I thought it was really funny so we now in our emails I, I sign off with uh, Shrek and he signs off with Donkey so we'll keep that going probably for a while so here's a little appeal if you're out there Fiona it's Shrek here and let's get together and co-host a fantastic podcast show which we can take America by storm. Now, I'm happy to provide overnight accommodation in any suitable cave or barn or whatever. I mean, I don't need to catch up with you uh, after dark, so don't don't worry about your appearance. Just get in touch and we'll get podcast number two on the show, on the road even, uh, Shrek and Fiona. Let's, uh, let's do it. The little Brad Pitt story, was it last two years ago, uh, late summer of 2011, 
I was up in the northwest coast with a friend of mine, Paul, and we were going round Scotland on our motorbikes. And, I mean, there's plenty of petrol stations still left in the Highlands, although some have closed. The issue with petrol is you've got to try and get it before five o'clock and watch out for a Sunday, because most of them are closed. So, on a Saturday night, we pitched into Gearloch, and I had just gone on to reserve. The Bonneville doesn't have any petrol gauge. So when you run out of petrol, you basically switch on to reserve and you might have 30 miles, if you're lucky, in the tank. Now, the only petrol you can get in Gearlock on a Sunday, well, you can't get petrol. You have to go down to the, I say, the village of Kinloch U. It's really a, a little group of houses, a small petrol station, and it's the junction for swinging a right down Glen Torridon. So we headed off on a Sunday morning in torrential rain on the two bikes, it was a pretty awful half hour on the motorbikes and we arrived at the little petrol station which has got a tiny it's got a tiny little cafe attached. It's almost a, a hut. I hope the owner doesn't mind me describing her premises as a hut. And we were absolutely drenched. And my gear on the bike it, it it leaks water for maybe half an hour afterwards. So we're sitting in the little cafe, dripping water everywhere. The owner's made us a cup of tea. Outside was like one of these scenes from the, the Midwest or the Australian outback. Tiny little petrol station, not a soul on the road, nothing moving. Nobody arrived at the petrol station up until that point. And we were we had no plans to do anything or go anywhere. I think our plan was to see how many cups of coffee we could drink across the morning. But a chap turned up on a motorbike, and my first thought was there's a, a BMW GS800. And I thought, like any biker, he'd probably want to have a, a quick chat about what he's doing and where he's going. And I turned back to my coffee, but a few moments later, the owner, who was keeping an eye out, she was on her, standing behind the counter, she looked out at the pumps, and she went into something approaching hysteria, because the, the chap, when he took his helmet off, was, was, was Brad Pitt. And my pal Paul sort of peeked out the wee neck curtains and said, that is Brad Pitt. Now, I don't know anything about uh, celebrities or actors, or and I'd heard his name, but I've never, ever come across... I don't watch movies or anything, so I, I had no real idea other than than I knew the name. So, like, as I say about acting, my, my immediate instinct was to exit stage left because I, I just like to avoid that type of um, fan-type behaviour. So I grabbed my coffee and went outside, and it was still raining, and I, as I went round the side of the hut to the back uh, Brad Pitt was going in to, to the, the coffee shop or the, the cafe to pay for his petrol and I thought well it'll be five minutes and it'll be it'll be over and done with so standing under the gutter and it's still raining and next thing he pops around the corner but Brad Pitt and rather stupidly I said to him the, the lady in there says that you're, you're Brad Pitt now I can't do his accent but he said you know yeah so we, we stood there in the rain with our coffees and we had a chat. I gave him some good information, advice as to where to go on his bike. And after a few minutes, my pal Paul came round and the three of us, by this point, the two minders had turned up in a blacked out Range Rover and they parked and had a look at us for a minute or two. And when the two chaps jumped out, Paul and I realised that we'd spent the previous evening in Gearlock in the hotel and they'd been at the, the bar and at the adjacent table having dinner, so... Uh, I think they recognised us and we recognised them. So they went in for a coffee, we continued our chat, and then we nipped into the... Brad Pitt, Paul and I went, went round into the the cafe and Brad Pitt got himself geared up again 
his minders gave him a 10 minute start and off he went in the direction I sent him. Now, as I say, the chap was all about motorcycles and Scotland and the scenery and uh, he was a perfectly reasonable, pleasant bloke. The thing that struck me was, I mean, I found this out afterwards that he'd been filming in Glasgow, was that, you know, he's a he's a guy who's obviously, I now realise, world famous and... But the fact that he he wanted to be anonymous, he wanted to be in the Highlands, he wanted away from all the rat race, you know, apart from both of us being handsome guys, he shared that with me, that we were both in a place where nobody would bother us. And, you know, fortunately I can walk down the street in Glasgow with, without being, <laughs> without anybody knowing who I am. So it was just one of these chance encounters. And I genuinely, I, I when I got a signal on my phone, I just put, I think it was one line in Facebook, just did coffee with uh, Brad Pitt. And I didn't expect the reaction. So the reason I mention this story now is because it keeps resurfacing and resurfacing. And extended family and friends I'm now introduced or people say, so you're the one that met Brad Pitt. So that's unfortunately become my claim to fame. As I say, this episode is a bit of a, a quick uh, review of things so far and little bits of news and gossip. I'm really pleased I've managed to get the podcast onto iTunes. I had a little problem with the RSS feed. So if you've subscribed and you, you find that the episodes aren't updating, at least on a weekly basis, you might have to nip back into iTunes, search for Passing Places and resubscribe. I don't think you'll have a problem. I've managed to sort out with my media host who holds the audio files. And I'm quite pleased that if you go into iTunes, then Passing Places is beginning to appear on their search, search results. So... A big thanks to all of you who have taken the time to have a look. It's only uh, end of week two, into week three, and I've had something like 500 downloads, which is fantastic. I'm getting some traffic to the website. I'm already speaking to people that I didn't know before. So all is good on that front. I was also, I was hoping to do a little um, show. Now, yeah. <laughs> podcasters call these things shows. And it sounds very grand. You have a microphone and a mixer and suddenly you've got a show. But they do have what they call show notes. Every episode you have to put a little blog uh, together which covers some of the information and advice in the podcast. It's really helpful for listeners. And it forms part of the search engine optimization or an iTunes. A little bit of the show notes will appear under the description. So I'm, I'm lumbered with the term show. So... When I talk about episodes in future, I'll be saying on last week's show and on next week's show, which is all just a bit of fun. So next week's show is going to be from somewhere up north, because I'm pretty certain this time we're going to manage to get off somewhere for at least a few days. So bear with me and we'll give you some content from some of the more remote and beautiful parts of Scotland. So in the meantime, this has been a very brief episode, but please, please keep in touch and get on get online. I've sorted out the comments page so you don't have to wait for me to moderate your comment. There's a little capture thing at the bottom. As long as your basic arithmetic is good, you'll be asked a question. Seven times blank equals 21. If you get that one, the answer's three, but there's other ones that are easier. Four plus three equals seven, <laughs> that type of thing. Uh, if that's not good enough, I might have to put in one of these capture codes where you've got to decipher the little letters between all the squiggly lines and things. So, But it does mean you can play, post a comment and it'll be uh, straight on the website as soon as you post it. 
I'll also be developing little email lists so I can keep in touch with people. I certainly won't be spamming you. I hate the whole notion of spam, so if I do email you, it might be once a month if you're lucky or unlucky, depending on how you look at it. And you can almost you can always unsubscribe. So I certainly won't be spamming your email. So if you leave a comment, you'll see that you're asked for your email address, and it's partly just to avoid spammers as well. So you can catch up with me at Bonnie Tours, B-O-N-N-I-E, Bonnie Tours, which is on my Twitter, my Twitter handle, at Bonnie Tours. Jump on the website at uh, www.bonnietours.com. Check out my YouTube channel, which is PMK, PMK Challenge, all one word. And there's 50 or 60 uh, videos of my travels around Scotland on YouTube. Some of them are already on the website. And I noticed I've got it, uh, that if you open some of these pages, the video automatically starts playing. So I'll need to change that setting. It's a bit presumptuous to assume that somebody browsing your page wants to be immediately immersed in my videos. So I think I'll change that setting so that you can click the video if you want to watch it. I'm also suffering from a, a sore throat and a cold, which is highly unusual since I jumped out of the rat race and stopped sharing my space with uh, air conditioning units and lots of people on buses, planes, uh, meetings and water coolers and all these things. I've, I don't think I've had a cough or a cold for years, so I'm not sure where I picked that one up. But I'm going to sign off uh, shortly and I look forward to further episodes as soon as possible, but we'll probably fall into roughly a weekly cycle. So get in touch. All the podcasters I've spoken to have said to me the one thing that keeps them going. It takes a a fair bit of time and effort to put a podcast together. But the one thing that keeps them going is feedback. I can't describe how how good a feeling it is when somebody just makes a comment or takes the time to say hello or feedback. Even if it's your audio, you know, your audio stinks. Or I got a a comment from an old friend of mine in, in the Highlands who said, that music is dreadful. Now, I'm a bit lumbered with the music in the very short term because copyright's an issue. I don't want to use copyrighted music. So if you're a mus- if you're a musician out there, and you know who you are, Bill, but there'll be a few others, and you fancy doing me some jingles, just uh, get in touch, and I'll be more than happy to use your music on the podcast and acknowledge that online and on the, the show. There's that show word again. So... Sign off for now and stay safe and hopefully you'll be travelling around Scotland one day soon. Bye.